Welcome to the gathering table, everybody. This is where many generations gather. We are all under one faith, and we all serve God. In this first episode, man, I already can't get it right. In this first episode is just to showcase why we wanted to start this podcast, what it's all about, and where we want it to go in the future. And so with that being said, I'm going to go on and start with how this all started. And it all started with just one Sunday morning, our youth group, who is a really amazing friend group, we're all really connected. We came together and we were like, man, wouldn't it be cool if we started this podcast and like showed our church and they got to listen to like commonly asked questions that we had and what we thought about those questions. And then we like sat there and it was actually me and Gabe and we, man, we got to do that. (laughs) Like we just sat there and we were like, this is going to happen. Yeah, right. We're doing this. You know, like how you make those ideas, but it never actually happens. Like, yeah. we didn't want the one of these to be one of those ideas. But it was kind of swept under the rug for a while. And we had the idea, but it's been a while since we've, like, acted upon it. Yeah, like, we kind of, we brought it up, and then we were like, yeah, we got to do this. And then everyone just got super busy. <laughs> and we were just like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we were like, homeboys, we're dying. <laughs> like, we've right. gotta, like, we've got stuff we got to do. And then it got brought up again. We were in our um, youth group discord and someone brought it up and they were like, dude, we needed to have a podcast. Like we need to answer these questions on a podcast. And they were like, dude, we've brought it. Our youth pastor was like, Abby's brought it up before and we just haven't done it. And then I was like, oh, nah, bro, we're doing this. And then today I was just sitting there like messing around on Canva. And I made the logo and then I got like super excited and I was like, no, man, we're doing this. And it really all started and I really got the idea when me and Gabe, actually, we were getting ready for a Wednesday night, which is like our like youth service. And our youth pastor literally had to pull us aside and be like, hey, I don't want y'all to answer as many questions. I want the quieter people to answer them. And we y'all heard that. Like we just looked at each other, we were like, "Yeah, you right, you right." (laughs) Yeah, we talk so much, we had to make somewhere to put our ideas. (laughs) Exactly. Like, and then I was like, "Dude, we should just make a podcast where it's just us talking. We have like, you know, a special guest like sit in on our conversations and like answer these questions." And so I wanted to go ahead and start recording this because I wanted it to be authentic. And so I honestly gave Gabe like a five minute notice that I wanted to record. (laughs) Like I showed him the logo and I was like, you want to start recording? And he was like, when? And I was like, uh, right now. (laughs) And he was like, oh, okay. (laughs) But here we are. And so the reason why we want to do this podcast is because Personally, I think that um, teenagers, young adults, and, you know, the older generations in the church connect. And Gabe, correct me, like, if I don't say something right. There's right. there's kind of like a disconnect with the way that we um, experience things. Like COVID, the way that I experienced COVID and the way that Gabe experienced COVID and the way that my grandma experienced COVID are three totally different things. Exactly. And so I think it's important that the young people have a space where, like, adults can actually sit in and listen on what we think and our experiences. Yeah, because I think a lot of times we get disconnected 
because it's almost like a lot of the older generation has this religious spirit or and or it is like a Christian tradition to do something one way. But then when uh, youth would come in, you've obviously learned it a little different because things change over time. So it's a little harder to connect, but also like as youth, it's a little harder to question the authenticity of the relationship that you have with Jesus when a lot, well, I would say probably most of the youth, Mm -hmm. too large of a percentage of youth Christians are not as, they are almost identical to like the, I would say, regular people or um, people who don't know Christ. Yeah. So when you have that, and then you have a youth that's being like, oh, I'm on fire for Jesus or whatever, I would feel like the, the oldies were, you know, the people that did it one way, they were like, hey, well, listen, we didn't do it this way, so I'm not completely sure you have what you're talking about. Yeah. But I think... Or like, when you have a way of, like, teaching something, and they have, like, the standard stereotypical way of teaching it, and then they're like, uh, no, you're doing it wrong. And it's like, am I doing it wrong, or am I just doing it different? Right. I don't think there's one way to a uh, to approach learning and thinking about these things. Now, obviously, there is one, like, um, message behind the gospel and whatever. Like, it doesn't matter which generation you're from. That should never be changing. But the way that you approach it and the way that you're learning from it, they can also be applied on different things because what the older, what I guess like a 40-year-old had to deal with when he was growing up is going to be completely different than what we were having to deal with. So you can't discount the fact that some things are just going to have to be different. Yeah. I wanted to start this because I think it's important that we see all different points of view and I'm I'm honestly I'm really excited about this because we're going to have guest speakers on sitting in on our podcast we're going to have like our youth pastor who's honestly been you know the a big inspiration behind this podcast um and showing that there are different ways to do things um one of our friends, Luke, he said he wants to be on it. We've got young adults, which I'm a part of the young adults. Like, I'm the young adults host. Um, Gabe is the youth host. Um, we're going to have some young adults that are going to want to be on it. And I'm just really excited to see all the different experience, like all the different life experiences with Jesus that are going to be coming into this. Yeah, I'd say you probably said all of it. Yeah. And where I want this podcast to go is I really want, well, if I had to put it into one minuscule mission, obviously, um, it would be I want to get our church involved in our youth and our young adults. And I want them to see the way that we do things. And they might not necessarily agree with it, but they see it. And I want them to understand why we do it, if that makes any sense. Right. And I want to be able to mend that connection. If, like, if that makes sense, Gabe, like, if you can elaborate on that a little bit. Where we don't want division with inside of the body of the church because of age or generation that you're from, but that everybody can come together in equal agreement that although things will be different we're also serving the same god and in that way we can all come together and try to help people but also 
get people to learn because everybody will have a different view. And so I think when you, well, let's say if you put this, like if you were approaching scripture, there are some things, like if you do John 3.16, there is, it's almost, it's very hard for you to like get something else out of it because it's very blunt with, hey, listen, this is what God came for. He did this, this, and that. Yeah. You believe in him, you know, you get everlasting life. It's very hard mm-hmm. for you to pick something else out of that. But if you have one verse, depending on what stage in life you are, or where, how close to you are to like God and whatnot, but also just what experiences you have, one mm-hmm. verse might speak to you differently than it for it to for someone else. And I think bringing those together so that everybody can learn not only from their mistakes but also from um, their victories. That's a something that yeah. probably needs to happen a lot. Yeah, you're right. Um, another reason why I really wanted to do this and what I was really excited about was, you know, we have a lot of new Christians in this generation, and I'm one of them. Like, I am a very new Christian. Like, I've only been going to church regularly for about a year and a half, I'd say. And so it's it's hard coming into Christianity because there's a bunch of people who they already know the lingo and they know what's going on and they've memorized the Bible verses. And when you're coming in, it can be really intimidating because it's like, I, I don't know that, you know? And so I think it's really good for young Christians who are, you know, just learning about their relationship with Jesus and are just forming that relationship that they are able to have a space where the questions that they have can be answered. Like, does dating le- is dating, you know, like a job interview, like an interview, or are you dating for marriage? If that makes sense. We had that question in our youth the other day, actually. Which, honestly, I love that topic. Because um, I think a lot of people, unintentionally, they're doing it wrong. Because if you don't know, if your foundation isn't within the word, your foundation will be uh, what everybody else says, or I guess the societal norms. And so I don't go to school. I'm homeschooled. I'd say I'm pretty blessed to be able to do that. But I, I would say for you, Abby, sorry, I'm going on a tangent. I just love this topic. Oh, no, you're when good. You this were... is probably <laughs> topic. Right. When you were in school, was yeah. more of a, hey, listen, I really like you, and I'm really trying to, like, spend the rest of my life with you. But I'm seeing that if that could work out, or is it just like, yo, guys, guess what? I just pulled a girl. Y'all, listen, I'm yeah. pretty excited. This is probably going to go on for, like, what, two weeks or something? But like, <laughs> bro, I got a girlfriend now. <laughs> like, See, was it a commitment, <laughs> or is it just a habit? <laughs> See, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little different. I, I literally had one boyfriend my entire life, and he's now my fiance. Yo, I mean, that, that's exactly what we need, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I, I can't really attest to that. I can tell you that I've had friends that have been, like, we called them serial daters in our youth group. Oh, no. <laughs> like, that oh, literally no. go through, like, four, four men a week. And I'm just like, are you oh, okay? No. Yeah. It it can it can get pretty bad, <laughs> like. But but granted, and I don't want to go too much into this because this is probably gonna be our first like seasons topic is like dating, as a right. young person. But um, I think there can be a lot of underlying situations that can you know 
cause serial dating. And I think that there's a lot of, you know, young men and women who we need to be there for in those situations, you know? Right. I'm going to leave a big cliffhanger there because I, I don't want to go too far into it and then, like, <laughs> completely, you know, topic. <laughs> this is <laughs> why I'm, we were told to stop talking so much. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And whoever's listening, tell now why. And to our congregation, because I have a feeling at least one person from our congregation is going to watch this. Right. Um, yeah, that's why we were told to stop talking. <laughs> we weren't told to stop talking. We were told to just sit back a little bit and, you know, give them at least 30 seconds to raise their hands. So, and that's why, and those, but those are the conversations we need to have because, you know, it's not always easy to go to, I'm going to put in air quotes, an adult, um, to talk about those things because it's just not understand, you know, some ways they say it or, you know, if that makes any sense. Right. And I also feel like it's not that this is bad, but it's with everything, some things will be left out. There's pros and cons mm-hmm. of everything. And most of the American church services are pretty typical. You have praise and worship. Pastor talks about something usually inspirational in a way yeah. that can benefit your life. Not a lot of times are you having like these really hard, y'all listen, y'all are tripping, all right? Like, we need to get this together. I don't know what's mm-hmm. going on. Like, th- th- this is just not going right type of sermons. I'm not saying that you don't have them, but it's less common. But also within church, you're kind of expecting that everybody is, like, reading the Bible, that everybody knows exactly what all of this is, yeah. that everybody's growing at the same lengths. But, but realistically, not. Right. Because um, I would say most of the Christians that I know probably don't read the Bible regularly, or they might not. Not as much as they should be. Right. And I'm not saying that I'm, like, constantly reading the Bible at all, but I need to – I make it a point to at least read some. All right, because it's the main yeah. way that God is going to speak to you. So it's it's really important, but for a, I would say for the most part, people who aren't doing it enough, it's hard for you to grasp these topics because they're not talked about a lot. Exactly. And although the principles are within the Bible, we can't expect that everybody's reading it because I would say most or a lot aren't. So yeah. it's great to also have an outlet where these commonly or simple questions where they're not simple but they seem looked over because you would feel like oh yeah well you should already know that you're dating for this reason and you're not doing it to like hook up Mm -hmm. like that just kind of makes sense for us that's common sense for other people who might be new to christianity or are just kind of going to church but they aren't learning a lot that might be like a crazy idea and they're like oh wait hold up i just had this whole revelation this makes so much more sense now yep and see the other crazy thing is like I'm going to note on what you said about, like, the sermons and kind of tie it in. Um, You don't hear about that, about, like, dating. Because when you think about, in our church, we say big church, like, air quotes, big church. Big church. (laughs) Yeah, when we're in Bible study. Am I right, though? We say it all the time. Big church. That is what we call it, big church. Yes. And um, in big church, most of, most, and I'm going to say most. I'm not going to say all, obviously. Because. There are single people in the church. Um, but most of your congregation is married, you know, or they're on their way to being married. 
Yeah. I, like I from what that. I've seen in our congregation, most of them are married. Like, am I wrong? No, Please correct wrong. me if I'm wrong. <laughs> no, most of them are. <laughs> okay. All right. So at that point, you're not going to be getting sermons about dating. You know, you're going to be getting sermons about a good husband, how to be a good wife. Like, you know, exactly. and those, I'm engaged now and being engaged and being dating and dating are totally different things. So like, I can't even imagine how different marriage and dating is. I mean, I'm guess, I guess I'm going to learn soon, but, <laughs> but, you know, I don't know that at this current moment, if that makes sense. Right. And so you can't really compare marriage and dating. Oh my gosh, I'm going to tangent again. Because like dating, dating should be for marriage. Is my, it, is my thing. That's, that's what it's for. Um, well, it's not, it's not that it should be. It is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just point blank. That's what, that's what it's for. Here we um, go going on our tangent. <laughs> but also, I was talking to my mom about this, and she made a great point that when the, I would say, you know, the around, around the time, I, I call it the Bible time, which is a big period depending on where in the Bible you are, but the yeah. Bible time, which is a broad scope, these people then have all the dividing factors in society that we have, and where you usually had like a tight-knit community, everybody is working for the city, but everybody knew each other. So yep. dating wasn't really like a thing that you would do because there was no point to get to know someone when you know everybody. Because you already knew them, yeah. And so usually it would be more of like an engaging type thing where if you, when you uh, look at, I guess, Joseph and Mary, I don't think that they were dating. Uh, I could be wrong, but I, I feel like it was more of a, hey, this person seems great for you. I feel like their parents probably picked it out, too. I feel like uh, yeah. that's probably just part of the how they did that. Well, but, I mean, historically, too, that was that was the vibe. <laughs> that was pretty much how it was. <laughs> yeah, that was the vibe. It was like, you were a girl, and it was like, yeah, you're going to marry this guy. And you were like, okay. <laughs> but dating wasn't really a factor, so I don't. It won't be questions like where Jesus was talking about, yo, disciples, let me tell you, when you find that wifey material, this is how you start <laughs> dating. Like, that, that's not how it was. I think which, you then have brings in an- which then brings in another subject. The Bible, like, we just said, okay, we just said dating didn't exist in biblical times. Like, that wasn't, like, that wasn't a thing. I wouldn't say it wasn't a thing, but it wasn't. Common. It wasn't how they do it now, where I don't think people yeah. were dating for, like, seven years before they got married. I'm pretty sure people were like, yo, we've been, like, engaged for a couple months. I'm pretty sure you're the one. And then you just kind of <laughs> go with that. Or, or I mean, I'm like telling you. marriages, some, too, because that was a big thing historically. Some people would be married on the same day. Like that, I, I'm guessing maybe you were just best friends with everybody, and you just knew <laughs> you and this other person were just going to click or something. I mean, they didn't have this, yo, we're going to date for seven years, and maybe we'll get married, maybe we won't. I don't really know. Like, they didn't really have that. <laughs> okay, this is turning into an introduction of our season. Congratulations. <laughs> this is what the season's about. <laughs> but, um, I think it's crazy that the Bible kind of hints at dating, you know? If you, like, if you read it, 
I think it's kind of cool. Oh, where, where in it? Yeah, yeah what's that? My Bible on me right now. Now listen. I, I don't Keep have it, it on everywhere. me either. Next episode, I'll, I'll pull it up. And I'll be like, y'all remember when I brought this up? Here you go. We'll pull out the scriptures. I swear. Yes. <laughs> I will. I'm so serious. Like, I'm going to write it down. Um, okay, I'm circling back. Congratulations. You now know what our topic is for the season. Um, We just figured out that was our topic, too. <laughs> Sometimes you learn things on the go. I mean... <laughs> listen, listen. But, but yeah, so this is kind of a way for the youth and young adults of Harvest Church in Charlottesville, for those who um, don't go to our church, if you'd like to go to our church, you go right ahead. Uh, I totally think you should. We're awesome. Um, yeah, we're most definitely not biased at all, 100%. <laughs> a little bit about us. We didn't even give introductions to ourselves, Gabe. Oh my goodness, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is like unfiltered. If you ever meet me and Gabe in person, this is what it's like. <laughs> Pretty much every conversation this... we have turns into a podcast. Yes, like, and we said that. We were like, we're going to be great at this podcast because every conversation we have is one. Um, <laughs> but uh, Gabe, you can go on and introduce yourself. Tell oh, wow, you're, you're putting about. me on the spot. I mean, I can go first if you want me to. (laughs) Yeah, you go first. Hey, listen, like, the oldest is the leader, you know? (laughs) Um, Well, to introduce myself, I'm Abby, as you know. I've said it multiple times. Um, I'm 18 years old. I'm from the Charlottesville area. I'm a little bit outside Charlottesville. I'm from a small town called Orange. Um, Like I said, I'm new to the church, just a year and a half coming to church. Um, I'm engaged to my awesome fiancé, Devin. Um. To my congregation, if you see him, you need to give him, like, a pat on the back, a high five, because he just helped me buy my first car, um, which is pretty dope. Gonna preface that. Um, I actually really struggled with my faith in 2022 when I was in a should-have-been-fatal car accident, but it wasn't because, well, God, that's all I have to say about that one. Um, and in that car accident... I had a compartment in my dashboard that I could press a button and it would click open. And in that compartment, I had put my Bible. I had a spare Bible and I put it in there and I I didn't know why, but I just, you know, felt that need to put my Bible in there. And when I crashed my car, I fell asleep behind the wheel late at night and crashed into a tree. And when I like, I think I was knocked out. I can't really remember all the details of that night. Um, When I like, to my senses um that compartment was open my bible was open can i tell you what verse no because i was hysterical mess at that point because i had called my mom um but my bible was open at that point like there was divine intervention involved in me surviving that accident and so after that I, i had that mustard seed faith you know and after that i was like this is where i'm supposed to be at this moment, this church, these people, these are my people. And my goal in life is to teach young people. Um, I'm also an instructional assistant at an elementary school. Um, I absolutely love my job. I love kids. They're my everything. Um, I tell people I'm not going to have kids anytime soon. 
um, because I have 50 honorary ones and I'm going to keep those 50 honorary ones. <laughs> um, um, I've told Gabe that. Um, but yeah, I'm 18 years old. I turned 19. Um, we Ooh. should do an episode on my birthday. That would be a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm a part of the young adults at Harvest. I just got out of the youth uh, when I turned 18. And our youth pastor, I'm going to go on and tell how Erica started youth um, and young adults. Um, her son was 18, too, and he was coming out with me. Her son, Alex, is the same age as me. And she was like, I, I need a place to go for my kid because he, he's not ready for that big transition. And honestly, none of us are. Any young adult, like, coming from youth, if they tell you they're, like, so ready for big church, big church, <laughs> uh, they're not. I can tell you as a young adult, they're not ready for it. Um, and so that's how Young Adults was founded, is um, she wanted a place to go for her kid. And then she met me and was like, well, you need a place to go to now. And so it was even more of, like, a reason to start it and... I was actually, I was one of the founding members, and that's honestly one of my biggest flexes. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got a really good group of people for young adults, and Gabe, who I'm starting to transition over to, is a part of our youth, and he's about to introduce himself. Oh, yeah, I'm introducing myself. Yo, my name is Gabriel. Most people are too lazy to say that, so just call me Gabe. Um, I'm 15. We also call him Gucci. Yeah. Yeah, y'all do. <laughs> let me see. Um, let's see. I, uh, let's see. Man, you putting me on the spot, bro. Gabe, <laughs> you had a good 10 minutes right there. <laughs> I did. I don't know. <laughs> let's see. I'm Gabe. I'm 15. Um, I live in Charlottesville. You're I play piano. Oh, yo, I am. I'm homeschooled. I love it. Listen, no offense, but I would not want to go to school. I'm just saying. Totally understandable. <laughs> Um, homeschooled, which has given me a lot of freedom to do a lot of things, which is, like, in school time, we're also transitioning to doing biblical things within school, which is something that you're not really able to do with, uh, I guess I would call modern school now. Let's see. Um, Right. I've been blessed with a lot of talents. Um, One of the main ones is being music. I make music because I just love it. I play the piano at the church band on Sundays in Big Boy Church. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been a Christian, I'd say, all of my life. But I think 2021, when I went to the Ramp Conference in Alabama, that's really when I took things a little more serious than just calling myself Christian and like one. I feel like everyone has that moment. Right, when you kind of realize, like, yo, there was actually a little bit more to this Christianity thing. <laughs> yeah, there's going to church. Right. And, uh, yeah, after that, I just sparked something, and I've just been growing every day since. And I'm also going to, I'm going to, like, I'm not trying to cut you off if you're still talking. Um, I just want to speak for Gabe. Uh, I met Gabe my first night at youth. The story kind of crazy I was super depressed because it was right after COVID um I wasn't able to play softball anymore which it which, which was a big part of my life for a long time and you know that was really my outlet from my emotional stresses in life and I couldn't do that anymore and so I was super depressed I been coach I couldn't even look at a softball field without bursting into tears um and so 
one of my mom's friends was like, well, I'm a youth pastor at a youth group, but I want you to come with me. And so she brought me and I didn't, I don't think I met Gabe that night. Gabe, did I meet you that night? Yeah, I was forced to talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) The the story of me and Gabe, because he eventually (laughs) told me that like, and I still think about this sometimes. He eventually told me, he was like, I used to think you were obnoxious. And I'm like, dude, were you wrong? You really weren't. Until, Bro, but in my you defense, went on for ten. You went on for fifteen minutes about how you can play three different saxophones. You can't go defense, on that for fifteen minutes, bro. <laughs> in my defense, on that, <laughs> I was super nervous about making friends because I had literally none. <laughs> well, yeah, you were. Right. I was like, I don't even know what to talk about, <laughs> um, and I had never before really so I was like what do you bring up to people in church like <laughs> what am I supposed to talk about um so yeah I was super nervous and so my instinct was to talk about myself and so Gabe was like man she's kind of obnoxious and then once <laughs> I like came out of my shell and like actually started talking he was like man she's actually not that bad and it took him Bro. weeks to tell me no it took me months to tell you <laughs> oh that's tough I didn't know that part no, because it was like, let's see. I think the first four times you came, I was like, yo, we just called you the saxophone girl. That That's what I told my dad. I was like, it's the saxophone girl, Abby. <laughs> like, yeah, because you were almost good at everything. And I was like, is she just flexing everything? And then after a while, I was like, no, she's just done a little bit of everything. <laughs> yeah. Dude. My life's been crazy since the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) But that's like me and Gabe's friendship in a nutshell for anyone who wanted to know how we became co-hosts. Yeah. And then we've literally been like partners in crime ever since. Partners in crime. In Jesus' name. Amen. That's, I don't know, I probably shouldn't have said that, but that's the only analogy I could think of. <laughs> Partners in crime. <laughs> Alright, listen, what type of crime, though? Like, depending um, on who is, like, looking at it. Um, I mean, spreading the, the good news to some people is a crime. I'm the, just saying. Uh, the, the good crime? <laughs> Question mark? Yeah, the good crime. The good crime. The good crime. <laughs> To our congregation, we do not do any criminal activities. Yeah, not any that you know of. I mean, we don't do any at all. Gabe, Gabe, Gabe. I'm <laughs> To our congregation, we do not do any criminal activities. Yes, we do not. We are good kids. Promise. Yes. But yes, so this is our pilot episode. This is so we can introduce ourselves, what we're about, uh, so you can get the vibe of us. This is literally the vibe unfiltered like well we are filtered but unfiltered like authentic conversation this is a me and Gabe conversation like we've literally just been having a conversation like we would any other day exactly it's just two teens rambling off oh yeah yeah (laughs) dude y'all there's been multiple times where me and Gabe have sat at like an altar after like an altar call and just sat there for like two hours yeah, exactly. Not even talking about the sermon. Like, it, I don't even know what came about. We just looked at each other, but like, got like dried up tears. Be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's the vibe. <laughs> but yeah, so 
this is our pilot episode. Uh, we introduced our topic. We're going to be talking about dating as a teen, as a young adult, um, what that looks like, what it should look like, what it is like. Um, and that's it. That's the first episode of The Gathering Table. I feel like I need to clap. We did it, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just want to say again, we're super excited about this. Yeah. That did not sound like a super enthusiastic, yeah? Listen, I'm, like, <laughs> completely super excited, but I was just at church for so long, and now I'm, like, a little tired. <laughs> we had... That's actually where I got the name, The Gathering Table. We we basically just had an ending, and here we go again. Um, That's where I got the name, The Gathering Table. We, as a youth, a youth group and young adults, we got together, and we had something that was called the gathering table and we got together and we actually made spaghetti at our church and like ate spaghetti and me and Gabe went off and found a piano and started playing music um (laughs) yeah I also sing I don't usually sing in big church um I get stage fright is what I learned um so I usually don't not to mention you know my car wasn't the most reliable like I said I just bought a new car so that'll be changing soon um, praise report, whoop, whoop. but, um, yeah, Gabe, you got anything else to add? Um, love Jesus, follow his yeah. commandments, um, live your life as the Bible would intend you to, and, uh, I'm not saying problems won't happen, but hey, at least your life won't be a wreck. Shh, that could be another season. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And with that being said, that is the end of this episode on The Gathering Table. Thank you for joining us.